business, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hey, what's up, everybody? Eric France and Ajay Salveson. It's Friday. Made it to the weekend. Congratulations. We barely made it here. <laughs> Dude, he wouldn't stop talking. Don't blame him. No, I'm serious. Like, I kept, like, opening the door, and he just kept talking, and I kept opening the door, and he just kept talking. I'm like, all right. I you don't you can't just walk away, you know. I know, because I, you've been to with, like, sports guy and stuff, other dudes. Where you're, I, I can see you're Other like, dudes. you are, you're trying to get in here, but the guy won't shut up. Uh, yes. Yes. That is, it's that true. has happened a few times. Yes. It is absolutely true. It is absolutely true. But happy Friday. All right. Good. Yep. Happy Friday. Yes. Too. Sorry. Happy Friday. Uh, happy Friday. Uh, to our got listeners. some weird stuff happening over here. So trying to manage. Are we rolling? Uh, yes, we are rolling, Thank and goodness. I hope you're rolling too. Uh, in fact, let's get the the roll call going. Yes, roll call. How and where are you listening? Four three five two three three nine. Wait, what's the rest of the number? Four three five three three nine nine three one five. Would like to know the rest of the first number you're going to give us. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. Here on the Guild Mortgage text line, we always love to hear um, how you're listening, where you're listening. Roll uh, call. Co- yeah, roll call. Um, a couple different things we want to get to today. Uh, game two of the NBA Finals in the books. Another double-digit win for the Suns. Have the Milwaukee Bucks lost all hope? Uh, Giannis gave them a heck of a game, and they still uh, let it go to waste. Um, so what's going on with Milwaukee? Is this going to be a quick series, or is there still hope for Bucks fans out there? Um Big weekend, a couple different things going on. Uh, the last weekend before the Major League Baseball takes a break for the All-Star Week and All-Star festivities. And there's some controversy surrounding the All-Star game this week uh, in uh, Major League Baseball. Uh, some guys are skipping out on the All-Star game. Do you buy their excuses? Should they be compelled to attend? Um, and what are some of the reasons why they're ducking out? So, and then later on, our Friday five best. What are the five best NBA basket brawls? Oh, I like that. Yes. Basket so, brawl. I it, like it, that. It's, it's Eric. been a minute since we've had a good, good one. Fisticuffs in the NBA. Oh, man. We need another good one. We need one in this final. Like, I need Jay Crowder to just go slug Sam or something. <laughs> I want to see Sam get mad. I, I can see Jay Crowder and uh, Jay Rue Holiday maybe getting into it. Dude, I, I think they're getting there. Yeah. Oh. I think by at least by the time this series ends, one of those two is getting ejected, and they're going to make it worth it. Yes. Hey, so, how about uh, the that's Tokyo, what's on the docket? Tokyo Olympics. Japan has uh, announced that there will be no spectators at the Olympics. None, because they're on their uh, it's they're on another state of emergency. It's their fourth one because they have another rise in COVID. They're worried about it, uh, and so and it starts on July twelfth. So they will 
shut down bars and restaurants from selling alcohol, tell workers to stay home if possible, and no spectators for the Olympics. That's a bummer. Yeah. It's, but I get look, it. I feel bad. I get it. They're, it's their job to protect their people. And they have been... And to make sure that the games still happen. Yeah, well, they've been pleading to the Olympics to cancel the games. That they're like, hey, look, we're not ready for this. Well, we can't have it. some people have been. It's, it's political. Some people are saying, we can still pull this off. We don't need... You know, we, we can figure this out. While others are like, no, we need to shut everything down. Don't do anything. So it, it's... It's become very political, and I think that this is a good compromise. You allow the games to still take place. Uh, it's a delay from what should have taken place a year ago. It's unfortunate that fans will not be there. Part of the, the spectacle is having fans and, and having people there to cheer on their favorite country, your favorite athletes. Um, it'll be like the NBA bubble a year ago, just on a very much larger scale. It'll be the Tokyo bubble. Um, but I can't fault them. Things are spiking. Certainly, they've been trying to get people vaccinated, but those who choose not to get vaccinated are the ones that are getting sick, and it's spreading, and it's still causing problems. Um, and so what do you do? I mean, that's other than shutting the whole thing down, that's the, the only logical step in my mind is yeah. to say, look, we'll just have to keep fans away so we can still have the games. Glad we're still having them, though. Yes, I totally agree with that. We've got some. Uh, we've already been having different qualifiers taking place for different uh, sports. There's been a little bit of controversy with some of those as well, especially in the running. But uh, the NBA has an exhibition, or excuse me, Team USA uh, men's basketball team. They have an exhibition this weekend. Which, by the way, so because Devin Booker, J. Rue Holiday, Chris Middleton are out with the NBA Finals. They have uh, promoted the Spurs, Kelton Johnson, Cavaliers, Darius Garland, and Detroit's Sadiq Bey to join Team USA for the exhibition tomorrow. Oh, and there's also been a problem with the what they call the select team. The, there's a, a team COVID of issue with young there. NBA players who will scrimmage against these stars. Uh, they've had some some guys go into the COVID protocol. They've had a few of the guys like roll ankles. So they're like, anybody? That's still breathing. Hey, do you we think, find a certain level of I know this is crazy here? to ask, and maybe it's a little bit asinine of me to ask, but Eric, do you think that Sam Merrill could be asked to participate on the select team if needed? I mean, they've got, I mean, like you said, guys, and they usually take younger guys, guys with not that much experience, so that they can get them the, the practice that they want. Uh, I, I mean, that sounds great, but no. I mean, no. the select team is made up of guys like Anthony Edwards, like... Rookie of the Year candidate. Uh, some of these young guys who play a lot already in the league. Uh, Quigley at New York for the Knicks. Uh, guys who had have had significant stretches in the league but are young, but they're not to the uh, Team USA level. Um, but uh, they are guys who do play. So, no. Sam, Sam's not going to get invited. I would love to. Hey, by the way, speaking of Aggies, how cool is that uh, little mural they have on the building in Portugal of oh, the I saw Keta? That. I saw that. Are you kidding me? Very cool. How amazing is that? That, dude, that is so awesome. 
that blew my mind. I'm so happy for Keta. But it, it, it's been kind of a whirlwind for him, I'm sure. But he's he's handled it really well. It's really cool to see that. Yeah, it is. It is. So so if you haven't seen it, there's like a big apartment complex. Is that what it is? Yeah. Uh-huh. And basically somebody has painted a big mural of his head on the side of the building. It's like massive. And uh, uh, it, will he be participating with Portugal? Do they even participate in the Olympics? Uh, Do they I have think, enough players? I think because of his NBA combine invite, he's not participating. He's got to stay. I mean, last thing you want to do is be getting hurt before the NBA draft. So I would imagine he, he won't be participating. I, would imagine. I don't even know if Portugal is fielding a team that's qualified yeah. for the Olympics. I, I don't know. But we can check. We can verify. Um, so anyway, yeah, very cool stuff for, uh, for Nimi, getting some international recognition. Utah State caught wind of it. They've been sharing it on their social media accounts. So if you haven't seen it yet, uh, it's not that hard to find now. Um, but uh, still pretty exciting to see what happens there. Uh, some draft boards, I'm seeing people revise those. Uh, Nimi has crept into the top or into the first round in told some ya. of those boards. I told you. He's he is uh, still missing from others. Those fetchers don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm biased, but he's in the stage right now where he's going to visiting to visit with teams specifically and do individual workouts beyond what he did in the combine. So, uh, as these uh, people who write about this on the national level who follow these things, they check in with different teams based on the, that feedback. They start to get a feel for. Now, who is uh, who's who are the type of players these different teams are interested in? But it's also the the time of year where those teams are blowing a lot of smoke too, trying to throw other teams off. Uh, like we're interested in this guy, but we're gonna not we're gonna make it sound like we're not really that. And 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 by the way, that stuff is real. Where they will try and I call it smoke screen, if you will, just in whichever way you're going, whether. Yeah, we're really interested in this guy. So when other teams can be like, wait, 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 no, we're, 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 what do you want from? We'll trade up. What do you need? Sort of thing. Or it's, you know, we're 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 looking at the guy. We don't know if we're that interested, and so the other team isn't as, you know, it's just just it's all kind of a smokescreen kind of a thing and mind games and whatnot between NBA organizations and the general managers do it really well. Most of them do at least. Right, because then it's if they're showing real interest in somebody, then. Kind of raises everybody else's antenna up like, well, maybe we should be taking a closer look at this guy. Okay, so Eric, I asked the same question about Sam, and maybe this isn't as fair of a question as it would be for uh, um, for Namiish, but what team would he fit well on based on his skill set? Uh, it's a good question. I think that he could fit in with a lot of different teams. Me too. Again, I, I it might be a more unfair question to ask of, about Namiish and it would be of Sam. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think of teams that, you know, how they use their center. Uh, man, there's a lot of different teams like Memphis, Atlanta. Mm. Um, I, I think there's teams like Houston needs help in the post. Um, Houston needs a lot of help right now. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. I, I think that he's a shot blocker, a rim protector. He's got good bounce. Um, he can defend well on the perimeter. Um, I don't think he defends great on the perimeter. No. A guy that size, I don't care who you are, you don't defend great on the perimeter. 
Uh, I think he is developing more of an offensive game. He's more offensive, and he's got more moves than Rudy Gobert does. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Offensively, and he's a better shooter than Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Rudy's great if he's like a foot from the hoop. Uh, he's got he's great at the slam dunk, but to get him a few feet away and his offensive skill set dr- drops dramatically. Get him five ten feet away, and it's even worse. But Nimi has he's got a uh, a face up jumper that he can do. He can back you down. He's got a hook shot. He can do a drop step. So uh, Nimi's got more of a s- offensive skill set than uh, than Rudy Gobert even has. Yeah, and to me, he's just probably a better passer than Rudy Gobert is. Ooh, yeah, good point. Very good point. Yeah. I, I think the Jazz should take Namiya Shketa, uh, and then trade Rudy Gobert. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, you didn't just say that, did no, you? No, I did. Well, I mean, look, what does Rudy Gobert do? Play defense? He can't score. Eric, we've been over this before. Don't. No. You just called it. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, don't you dare. Don't How dare me. you? <laughs> Wait, no. I I, well, okay. I say this because, Eric, we just talked about what Ru- Namish can do that Rudy can't. So what? Rudy can play defense? That's about it. It's like what I said about well, Stockton. Stockton can I mean, dribble Rudy accounts ball. for 14 to 18 points a game, but those are all lobs and dunks. Yeah, exactly. So give Namish Great on the screen and roll. Yeah, very good. Very good with the PNR stuff. The The problem is, is I give him the ball on the free throw line. I get an elbow jumper. And, and he's passing out. Dude, he, he's finding like, somewhere yeah, else. His pants to are the wet. Ball. He's freaking out. He's panicking. Uh, it's just, yeah. He can play great defense, and I love that. But that's that, that's about all you're getting from right. Rudy Gobert. That, that has to be Rudy Gobert's next evolution. Like, he is really focused on improving his defense. And I mean, to his credit, three-time Defensive Player of the Year, but to to continue to be an effective player that can stay on the court and help his team win, he has to figure out more of an offensive skill set. He has to have a couple of moves that he can go to. The Jazz have to be able to toss the ball down to Rudy five feet, six, eight feet away from the basket and have confidence that he can do something and get points. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't think Rudy's going to have that confidence in him. I just don't ever see it happening. Even like when you watch Rudy shoot a ball, it makes you cringe. When I watch Namiya shoot a ball, it looks like Joel Embiid. Look, when he, if you ever get the chance to arrive early to a jazz game and watch the pregame warm-ups that each individual player does, yeah, Rudy has a set where he works on outside shooting. In fact, he goes through and puts up a couple of three-point shots. And they move him around the arc a little bit. But does he do it in a game? No. He has he, he has no confidence in a real game situation of doing thing doing anything offensively eight feet from the hoop. Like there's a few times where maybe he'll do a little Euro step and to get a little bit closer, and his arms are so long and his legs are so long, one step and he covers a lot of ground. But he doesn't have anything he can do in traffic. He doesn't have anything he can do with his back to the basket. I get it. The game is moving away from that to some degree. But Embiid still has a skill set with his back to the basket. Valanchunas. 
I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of guys who can still do that. Hey, Jokic, Nurkic, Nurkic, Brooke Gannon. Lopez, Brooke Lopez. I, there's a lot of guys can. in the league. Yeah, Aiton De- yeah, DeAndre punish you offensively. A lot at that. Um, I'd even say, oh, Bam Bam's all right. Well, Bam can pop out and hit a three. Bam Adebayo has an offensive skill set where he can step out and yeah. even hit from long range. Valanchunas can do that. Embiid, uh, they all do that. Nine nine three eight text in off topic, but random question: Do you think with the new rules regarding NIL, will some college athletes remain in school longer since they can get paid in college, and if they leave early, that they may be lost? That's um, a fair question. I think at bigger schools, yes. I think Ohio State, Florida, Florida State, USC, UCLA, Oregon, Texas, any big-time Power 5 school, those athletes are going to, yeah, absolutely stay longer. I think there would be a few select who um, have the opportunity to make some money while they're in school, and it uh, the, the allure of going pro – to get that paycheck, that that gap won't quite be as wide. But by and large, the vast majority of college athletes, if they're playing at a certain level and they're at a level where they look like they could go pro and probably make make a roster at the next level, mm-hmm. they'll still try to do that. One, you get a chance to play professionally. And two the money and the endorsements and the contracts will still be higher at the pro level. So, yes, there may be a few cases where a, a couple of guys decide, look, uh, I don't necessarily have to go to the next level right away, but um, I think by and large, I mean, it helps them while they're in school, but I don't know that it necessarily keeps them in school longer. I, I think if you're a talented player and – there's a professional team saying we we could use you right now. You'd have a place in the league or uh, in the NBA. Then I think they'll still take their chances. Yeah, yeah. I would imagine if they have a chance to get in the NBA, if they if they know they're going to get paid while they're being there, uh, I would or NFL or whatever it is. I, I would imagine they stick with that with that option at least. But again, it's a great it's a great opportunity for athletes all around who aren't in that category. To be able to get paid, especially at big time power five schools. So yeah. All right. We're gonna call a quick timeout here in the full court press. When we come back, I'd love to get your reactions to game two of the NBA finals. The oh, Phoenix boy. Suns take care of the Milwaukee Bucks despite a forty plus point output from Giannis Antetokounmpo. Are the Bucks done? Is this series over? Um, or is there still maybe some glimmer of hope for there for the Bucks that they can extend this series and maybe even turn the tables? We'll discuss that and get your reactions coming up next here on the Full Court Press. Ascent Aesthetics is quickly becoming the choice of those looking for Botox, fillers, skin care, microneedling, laser hair removal, medical-grade facials, and more. Doctors Blotter, Benyon, and Robinette of Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat have assembled an incredible staff that want to meet and help you feel confident, beautiful, and refreshed. At Ascent Aesthetics, it's always education first. Visit Ascent Aesthetics in their new Providence location next to the Bank of Utah. Go to AscentAesthetics.com. That's AscentAesthetics.com for more details. This is Larry from Larry's Pharmacies. Often, commercial drugs don't meet individual needs. 
You may be allergic to fillers or dyes, need a unique strength, or something that is unavailable. Compounding medicine is how pharmacy began. I have compounded meds for over 30 years. My labs are state-of-the-art and conform to the highest standards. My highly trained staff will compound it accurately and price it fairly. If regular treatments don't work well, call me to see if there is a better, more economical alternative we can compound for you. Stay well. Daryl's Appliance provides the best repair service. Daryl's techs are trained to pre-diagnose your repair problem before they arrive at your home, so it can be completed on their first trip. As a plus, Daryl's parts department is stocked from A to Z for you do-it-yourselfers. And Daryl's has used parts to save you money. Dishwasher baskets, bake elements, microwave trays, and more. For sales and service since 1970, it's Daryl's Appliance, west on Airport Road. Girls, us guys are always trying to score some brownie points, but we need all the help we can get. So dropping some subtle hints is helpful, such as your favorite food is Italian, you love the color green, and you want the ring from Jarek's Fine Jewelry, the place with the bright green cars on 930 North Main Street. Okay, so it might not be so subtle, but that's okay. Remember, we need the help. Make it special, make it Jarek's. Now remember, just tell him it's the place with the bright green cars. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric France and Andre Salveson. Dude, you just have this constant <laughs> giggle on your face. Dude, this some of these brawls are just awesome. This is the perfect music for these brawls. <laughs> Dude, Larry Bird and Bill Lambert beer. I mean, who the Pistons not fight, really? Well, and uh Bird got in quite a few scuffles. Oh yeah, dude. Bird was Bird trash talked and he, he was, you. And he was a scrapper. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then you have one of uh, Bill Ambeer versus Moses Malone and Dominique Wilkins. Oh, dude, some of these fights are incredible. Dude, I was just watching a fight between, in 87, Game 2 of the Western Conference playoffs, Jazz and the Warriors, and it ended up where George Carl and Chris Mullen went after some fans. And the fans got involved. Dude, brawls back then were so great. I don't care what anybody says. We need more fights. <laughs> we really do. It's a, it's a pretty soft league. Yeah. Right hey, uh, speaking of being soft and maybe cowering out of a fight, Milwaukee Bucks get beat again. Giannis has a great game, 42 points, Eric. He was Huge phenomenal. Huge third quarter. Great in the third quarter. And yet... The Suns are the Suns. They take over when they need to. DeAndre Ayton was good. Uh, I know they lose another guy. Now Craig has an injury. I don't know what the status of his injury is. Uh, it's non-structural. So that's it's, good. Yeah, that's some good news. But how long is he out? I mean, now you lose the uh, who they who's the first guy they lost? Uh, Sarich. Sarich. And then they also lost Craig last night. I mean, now you now the health is starting to beat up the Suns. It's found them. But hey, I they they still got the talent. They're still really good. This this is impressive win last night as as it gets. Well, twenty three pointers made for Phoenix, uh, huge. 
Milwaukee only made nine. They're a much better three-point shooting team than that. They just couldn't make their shots. Uh, Giannis was left without help. Chris Middleton was a no-show. Again. Uh, 11 points is all. Uh, Lopez has the ability to score and do some things in the low post. He only had eight. P.J. Tucker, he's not known to be an offensive power, but he can hit a three-pointer now and then. Not getting much help off the bench either. Um, so that's that's rough. But here's here's where I don't think that I'm waving the white flag just yet if I'm Milwaukee. Giannis had an incredible game. He didn't get much help. He didn't get a lot of help in game one either. I don't these are good basketball players. I, I don't think it's going to last that long. Eventually it will click for Middleton and Lopez and Holiday. And even guys off the bench like Teague and, and Connaughton will be able to do some things for you. But I, how much of this, them not doing well, is because Antetokounmpo had 42 points? I don't think that. No, nothing. Yeah, I, I, I'm i not buying that. I think it's more with the fact that um, <laughs> that it's just your supporting cast has been so bad. Um, the crazy part is, is as bad as they've been, they, I felt like they were still in it at the mm, early fourth quarter, I believe. Well, every time they'd get it to yeah. eight or six, or one time they got it to five. Paul boom, have a big like bucket. That. Booker get a big bucket. You had uh, Aiton get an and one and a well, foul. There was a series there where it's like a six-point game, I think, and uh, Phoenix has the ball. Yep, yep. They shoot up a three. It bounces off. It misses. They get the offensive rebound. Somebody else puts up a shot, it clanks, but Phoenix gets the rebound. It kicks out to Chris Paul on the side. He puts up a three, and it goes in. Oh, that's killer. And that was, I think, the play, the, the series that defined the game ultimately. Yeah. Because if, if Milwaukee gets that rebound, they go down and make another bucket. They had already made a couple of buckets. They get it to really close striking range. You're, you've got them on their heels now. But instead, every time they came with a punch, Phoenix had a counter. And usually that counter was a three that not just equaled what Milwaukee did, but gave them even just a little bit more. So that three-point shooting, this, I think, is going to be different. Well, and this is all, by the way, they lost by 10, and Milwaukee went 15-23 to 23 at the line. Giannis was 11-18. of 18. So he did have 42 points, but he missed seven free throws. Uh, and I know the bench wasn't great. You had 14 from Connington. Nobody else was in double figures. But Eric, the Suns bench, had 14 from two players combined, Johnson and Craig. And then Campaign, who was really bad, had two points. So as bad as Milwaukee Bucks bench was, Suns was worse. The key is, is that more than one Suns starter showed up to the game. Chris Middleton, uh, what, 5-16, 1-6 from deep. Brooke Lopez was 4-10 from the field. Meanwhile, on the other side, Bridges has 27, Aiton has 10, uh, Chris Paul has 23, and Booker has 31, and Crowder had 11. Right, a balanced attack. And that has been what's been so strong for Phoenix. Now, Aiton, 
played 42 minutes, but uh, struggled. Wait, Crowder was 3 of 5 from deep? Yeah. Oh, dude. You aren't losing a game if Crowder hits more than two threes. But um, I don't know if you saw the – they had Wired and they had uh, uh-huh. Coach Monty Williams talking to DeAndre Ayton. I guess he was in the game, but he wasn't really an impact. Then he has this little pep talk with him, and he was great after that. A couple boards, a couple points. Uh, I think he had an assist and, and a block after that. I mean, he just – he. He finally dialed it in to help them close out the game. So his 10 points and 11 rebounds, um, a lot of that effective part of that was a little bit later in the game. But he also had four assists, three steals, and two blocks. <laughs> He's so good right now. Oh, man. 11 boards. What did you say? How many blocks? Two blocks? Two blocks and three steals. Jeez. Who's your MVP right now? If, if it's the Suns who win the NBA Finals, who's your MVP? Chris Paul. It's, is that just for sentimental purposes? No. Because how he's the his impact in the game, not just with points scored, but also assists. So points directly attributed to Chris Paul, greater than anybody else in this in the series so far. Either points that he has scored or he has assisted on. So he had eight assists and scored ten field goals. So that's 18 of their 43 possessions were contributed by him. It's pretty dang good to me too, man. Yeah. That's impressive. And it was even higher in game one. Kill. Yeah, it was like 55 points he had a hand in, right? Yeah. One I'm, way or another, assist or points. I thought Devin Booker was, uh, was, was much more of a factor yeah. last night. Uh, much better with shooting the three. When he's aggressive, like he was last night, it opens up the floor completely. Yes. Like Paul, when he's aggressive, it just, I mean, he's a playmaker. But it's almost like he's a solo playmaker. But when Booker's aggressive and he gets to the hoop and he's scoring in bunches in different ways, that's what really brings that offense to be a, a legit threat to any defense. And... Good gosh. I mean, 12 of 25 from the field. He was 7 to 12 from three. He had six assists, five boards, 31 points. It's incredible. Absolutely incredible. Is this okay? So we go back to Milwaukee for game three. Craig's probably out. Does Milwaukee get a win here in game three? I think they do. And I think it's. Um They'll play with more desperation and urgency. Uh, we've talked about this a lot before. When you're, especially at this level uh, in a series, when you're at home, your stars will always play well, whether it's at home or on the road. But the home games really help your role players play better. Uh, your bench guys will play better, will play more motivated and with more energy and excitement. They'll look this this Milwaukee team. I mean, they set the record earlier this year for three pointers in a game. They can shoot the three. So then they what's just, going on? They just haven't been shooting well so far in this series. That'd be for dang sure. Nine of thirty-one, twenty-nine oh, percent. So, so bad. And they're good looks, by the way. They're not like they're all contested looks. But you know what really defined that game last night is on the scrambled possession on a transition uh, for Suns offense. 
And, I mean, the ball movement's incredible. Like, I mean, you're seeing at least seven passes. And the Bucks scrambling in defensive mode, getting to every closeout possible. And yet, <laughs> and yet, with like two seconds left on the shot clock, maybe less than that, Aiton finds himself for a dunk and he gets fouled. You play 22 and a half gr- seconds of great defense, and then Aiton gets fouled for a dunk. It was just, and I think at the at that point the Bucks were like, dude, it's just, what are we supposed to do? <laughs> that's gotta be that's so deflating. It really is as a defensive team. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, I think that's just you you do everything you can right, only to have it you know taken away from you at the very last second. So. But I don't know. Am I wrong? I mean, I, I think that this, this series is not over. I mean, Milwaukee has been in this seat before where everybody is like, oh, my gosh, there's no way they're going to be handling what uh, Brooklyn is bringing them. And they figured it out, came back and made their adjustments and got going. Certainly, they had an assist with uh, James Harden getting hurt and Kyrie Irving not really being available. But... Um, that they've, they still had to make their own adjustments and still be effective at what they're trying to do. But this has also been a pattern with Budenholzer. Oh, boy. Not being able to make the proper <laughs> adjustments in situations like this. And it it bites him. Yeah, watching like Monty Williams just turn Budenholzer in circles is really kind of funny. Because, and I think someone tweeted this out, like... Every time they show Boonholzer on the TV, it looks like for the first time he's watching the clip of Simba's dad being killed. <laughs> he really does. Like, you look at all his faces every time he's watched, you know, every time they put him on camera, and he looks like he's watching Mufasa just get trampled, and he can't believe it for the first time in his life. He seems a little out of sorts. <laughs> a little? <laughs> a little? Elijah Brown was getting more minutes than Sam. That's how bad it is right now. Uh, that's been pretty normal, actually. Well, that's what I'm saying, Eric. Oh, but you think Elijah Brown should be getting more minutes than Sam. Sorry. Yeah, he's a little more versatile. Hi, kids. Don't do drugs. <laughs> just You'll say dumb things like Eric just said. You said Elijah Bryant's more versatile? A little more of a versatile player in the NBA. <laughs> That's He's kind of oh, proven it. Man, I shouldn't have had that Gatorade. <laughs> oh, Eric, Eric, Eric. You know, you're a good dude. You're a good dude, and you try hard. And I got to give you credit for that. Uh, only some days. Uh, Yeah. So, anyways, um, yeah, I... I I think the Bucks are in trouble. I think Suns win game three. They might split Milwaukee, but they're winning game three. Get the gentleman sweep, come back home, and finish it off in Phoenix. I think Phoenix, I think Milwaukee's just done. I think they're tired. I think they're exhausted. I think Boone Holzer is just throwing his arms in the air sometimes. Well, and I don't know if you saw the clip that Giannis is on the sideline, like pointing at his teammates and yeah. yelling and getting animated. I'm sure he's trying to get them motivated and excited, but could you see everybody else on that bench? They're just like, okay, yeah, rolling their eyes at him. Yeah. Look, Giannis is out there trying to do a lot. Maybe he's trying to do too much, and he's not involving his teammates. He alone cannot win the game. No. 
This no, Phoenix Suns team is too good. He has to have help. Uh, now, when he was out with injury uh, and he missed a game or two, you maybe make the argument that uh, Milwaukee played better team basketball without him. And that's how they were ultimately able to to uh, close well, out is. Atlanta. I mean, look, I mean, again, we talked about it. The Sun starters, every one of them finishing double figures. Meanwhile, on the other side, I think two guys finishing double figures. I know one, and that was Giannis in the starter role. And then on the bench, it was just Pat Connington. No, Giannis had 42. Middleton had 11. Middleton had 11. Holiday had 17. Yeah, but 17. Middleton did it on five of like 16 shooting. Is that right? Yes. It's just, that's not good. Holiday on seven of 21. Yeah. It's, it's, th- those guys just got to get in their gym. Look, they have the advantage of three games in Milwaukee. And they have like a big space here between games now. And, uh, Gives that uh, Milwaukee coaching staff a little bit more time to figure things out. They have like two games be- or two days between game two and game three. Another two days between game three and game four. Another two days between four and five, and then another two days between five and six. So, I don't know necessarily who that benefits more than the other. Other than Milwaukee is a little bit older team mm-hmm. than Phoenix is, outside of Chris Paul, so this this format probably helps Milwaukee a little bit more, where they have a little bit more time to catch their breath. They didn't have time to catch their breath between Eastern Conference Finals and the NBA Finals, whereas Phoenix did. Uh, and there was game, day of rest, game. Now they've got a few more days in between. Maybe this changes the whole comp or uh, the whole uh, context of what's going on now in this series. You you know what you're more optimistic about it than I am. I mean, I hope it's a good NBA Finals, and I hope we get an even series here. But just watching Boone Holzer coach it gives me no like faith or confidence in the Milwaukee Bucks. None, <laughs> zero, and zilch. I'm sorry, but it doesn't. All right, want to get your thoughts on uh, NBA Finals. Dude, where the fetch is every? I mean, I, we're trying to do a roll call. Like, come where, on. Where people? are you and how are you listening? Nobody attended class today? Uh, 106.9 FM. Is it 1390 AM? You got the app. You're listening to us on our app, 106.9 The Fan. Are we not streaming? Dot com. Maybe our streaming's not working today and Piranhas can't hear us. Uh, I think we'd uh, hear about that because usually we we get notified pretty quick if it's not working. Come on, so, kids. Anyway, uh, it, it, or do you even care about this NBA Finals? Phoenix Suns, that Milwaukee That might be Bucks. the better question. <laughs> that might. I mean, viewership is up over last year, but still down by by Consider. wide margins compared to what normal NBA Finals go. Yeah. Uh, and then also coming up, speaking of the NBA, the our Friday Five Best. What are the five best basket brawls in the NBA? The best fights. In the NBA, we'll discuss that coming up next here on the Full Court Press. And the end, the Major League Baseball All Star Game is coming up soon, but three players will not be attending. Should they be compelled to go? Because it's not because of injury. Why they're not attending? We'll discuss next coming up on the Full Court Press. 
In this competitive job market, TTM Technologies is proud to be leading the way by increasing their starting wages to $17 per hour. That's right, $17 per hour and potentially more depending on experience. TTM Technologies is searching for career-minded candidates to fill multiple positions for days, swing shift 5%, overnights and weekends 10%. Open positions include machine operators, maintenance technicians, technical positions, and accounting. Employees of TTM Technologies enjoy incredible health benefits and cash incentives. In just your first year of employment, you're eligible for three weeks paid time off, tuition reimbursements, health insurance, a 401k, and life insurance, plus quarterly and annual bonuses. Go to careers.ttmtech.com. Enjoy new starting wages of $17 per hour. Apply online at careers.ttmtech.com. You must be 18 or older and a U.S. citizen to apply. TTM Technologies is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, this is Rusty Allen with LSS Insurance. Are you getting ready to retire but your spouse isn't 65 yet? We can help. We focus on health insurance so we can provide you the best possible service and information. Come the third Thursday, July 15th at 7 p.m. to our free seminar. We'll empower you with the information you need to make a confident decision. Come see us at LSS Insurance the third Thursday, July 15th at 7 p.m. Call 752-9493 to RSVP as seating is limited. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. If you want to hit a home run or score a touchdown when it comes to your vehicle's maintenance, get your oil changed at Valvoline Instant Oil Change in Logan. This is Dustin with Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Preventative maintenance is huge in your game plan to keep your vehicle on the road. Not only do we change your oil, but we can also provide other services like recharging your air conditioning. Stay in your car while our trained pros service your vehicle. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, 695 North Main and Logan, across from Angie's. Getting engaged? For more than a century, SC Needham Jewelers has been selling diamond engagement rings. For five generations, we've been selling natural diamonds. Now making history, we're excited to introduce lab-grown diamonds to our selection. These are beautifully cut diamonds and are man-made. They do save you money. Come examine these new diamonds, then select the perfect ring. You'll get SC Needham quality at internet pricing. Open 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. SC Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Hey, we got a text. Eric, we did it. We got a text, Doc. Let's celebrate. 3862. Listen to while I'm driving around Logan making some deliveries to finish off my work week. Do you think, or excuse me, do you guys think the Jazz could have beaten the Suns if they would have got past the Clippers? No. Now, I said before the series that we'd been beating them in five or six. We would have got swept in four. I don't know why you're giving me that look. You dang well know I'm right. A healthy Utah Jazz? Eric, don't do hypotheticals, man. Those don't work. We don't do hypotheticals. Jazz weren't going to be healthy. 
If the Jazz were fully healthy, Jazz win in six. If this Jazz team, the way it is, with a injured Mike and injured Donovan and uh, injured Bojan, we're done in four. If the Jazz were fully healthy, we win in six. Jazz win in six. I would agree with that. Um, Dude, this Suns team's just a different animal. Yeah. I mean, I think the Jazz matched up better with Phoenix than they did uh, the problems that the Clippers posed for Utah. But, um, yeah, Donovan wasn't healthy. No. Connolly wasn't healthy. Yeah, even Boyan was a little skittish because of his injury problems. Yeah. I'd love to think so. Uh, switching gears, Major League Baseball. They got the All-Star game coming up here soon. And, Ajay, there's a couple players that are skipping it. This bugs me. This absolutely bugs me. Um, the Houston Astros representatives are skipping it uh, because of rest and to uh, be home with his family because uh, his wife's expecting in November. Uh, then we've got another player. I had my list, and I don't know where I, where I put it. We've got three players that are skipping it. Uh, it's a pitcher also uh, because of rest. He just wants the time off. I mean, these are non-injury related yeah, reasons. Dude, that's I'm not up for that. I mean, if, if you got selected as uh, to the All Star game, then you should attend. If it's a non-injury, like if you can't go and participate because of injury, that's understandable. But if you're skipping it just because you want the rest, you want the break, then. You should not get any benefits that are come associated with being named as an all-star. Like if you have something in your contract where you get a bonus or you get an extra spiff, that should be withheld. If you're named to the all-star game, you should go. It's an exhibition to celebrate the best in the game. What? I'm bugged for it's just, so many it's reasons. It's really annoying. Yeah, no, you're right. One, there's a fan vote, there's a player vote, and there's a coach or a manager's vote. And they all respect you enough that you are one of the best in the world at what you love to do. There is no reason why they shouldn't be playing in the All-Star game. Unless there's a death in the family, unless there's an injury-related uh, reason. Um, uh, or uh, You should be playing. There's no reason to not be playing in the All-Star game. And you're only playing, some of those guys are only out there for two innings, three innings, and they're out. Pitchers only go play for an inning. It's not taxing it on you physically it's, to no, play at NBA not uh, Major at League Baseball not All-Star game? Not at all. Not at all. And they pamper the, the heck out of you. I just, I don't get it. That really does bug me. Guys like Greg Maddox, Randy Johnson, Ken Griffey Jr., Dale Murphy, Tony Gwynn. They love the All-Star game. They're passionate about it. It was an honor to them. Kurt Schilling, Pedro Martinez, Mariano Rivera. You didn't see them sit out All-Star games. This is embarrassing. They should be fined. Yeah, like Correa and Altuve, uh, they're, just, they're just skipping it. So they don't want to... 
get all the, the 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 booze and the criticism for what happened a few years ago with the cheating scandal or or what is it a little fishy that two guys on the same team are skipping it skipping out I just yeah that what? is interesting actually I didn't think about that I don't understand you were named to the all-star game it should be an honor. And there was debate in the NBA about whether guys should go or not because of the shortened season and injury problems and things like that. They had more of a, a some ground to stand on than what's going on in Major League Baseball. They didn't have that much of a disruption for their season and their off season. I just don't get it. It's really frustrating. I think it's ridiculous. Yeah, I do too. Again, I think there should be a fine with it. Right. If they don't want to play, fine them. Again, it's or you an, just yeah. Or you withhold any benefit that would have come to them. Yeah. I don't know if you get a some kind of financial bonus from Major League Baseball if you get named to the All Star Game. I I don't know that. But if there's a a team incentive or I don't know anything else that may have come to them as a reward for being named to the All Star. Man, withhold that. I, I get the need for rest. And you're right. It, it's not that taxing. It isn't. Again, if you're a pitcher, you're throwing like one inning. Unless you're starting, you're throwing an inning. Or maybe an inning and a half, maybe two. At most, two innings. I don't, am I wrong here? Let us know. 435-339-0321. On the Guild Mortgage text line. I'm just bugged because, again, it's a vote. Like, they voted you in as one of the best players in the sport. And you don't want to go play because you're... Dude, the offseason's for your family. And you're going to have the offseason because you ain't going to the playoffs. Oh, get this. This just came through. Uh-oh. Uh, Houston Astros have placed shortstop Carlos Correa on the injured list in relation to the league's health and safety protocols. He was selected as a reserve on Thursday. Um, but said he wouldn't be attending because he uh, needed to be with his wife, who's pregnant with the couple's first child, which isn't due until November. But I get it. Your first pregnancy, it's it's magical. Okay. There's nervousness. So you want to be there to support okay. your wife. And, it's okay. a team thing. So maybe but maybe I ought to tone baby's back. Baby's not due until November. Yeah, but it is your wife. Your wife is pregnant, and it's your first child. Okay, I'll take a step off that soapbox on that one. And, and and give him some leniency, but he's already say, home half the, the season. Yeah, but if they make the playoffs, I mean, okay, I can actually give some leniency there. But Jose Altuve needs to be playing. He's just afraid he's going to get beamed and booed. He doesn't want to deal with that. <laughs> Has somebody ever been beamed in an All Star game, dude? It would have happened the first time <laughs> this year. They would have thrown at him every at bat, and I would have oh, too. Oh, that'd be great. All right, we're going to take another quick step aside. We want to come back our Friday Five Best, the Five Best Basket Brawls in the NBA. I love it. I thought you said basket brawl one time. I really did. I'm sorry. You thought I said basket brawl? Yeah, uh, well, basket brawl. Oh, basket brawl. <laughs> They're flexible. There's a, few, there's a few players who maybe could use one of those. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming up next on the Full Court Press. <laughs> 
Enjoy the beautiful scenery and your favorite dishes on the spectacular outdoor patio at the Elements Restaurant. Ideal for every day or the special occasions in your life, the Elements has a beautiful atmosphere, impeccable service, and a delicious menu filled with salads, seafood, wood-fired pizzas, succulent steaks, sophisticated pastas, chicken, and more. You won't be disappointed with your visit to the Elements Restaurant and Riverside Patio for lunch or dinner between the beautiful Logan River and the Spring Hill Suites. Call 750-5171. Career decisions after graduation are tough. If you're looking to help yourself or someone you know, then look into the Air National Guard. We have full-time benefits, part-time service, money for college, on-the-job training, resume-boosting skills, unparalleled experiences, over 200 awesome career paths, and bases all over the nation with the freedom to choose where you serve. The Air National Guard is the smart choice for your career and your life. Take the first step to success at GoANG.com or call 1-800-TOGO-ANG. The results are in for the 2021 Best of Northern Utah Contest. Best of Northern Utah. Brought to you by Thermo Fisher. Pick up your copy of the Winner's Magazine. Pickup locations are listed at bestofnorthernutah.com. Over 300,000 votes were cast to determine gold and silver winners in 164 business categories. Help congratulate these businesses and support all of your local businesses. And thank you for participating in the 2021 Best of Northern Best Utah of Northern Contest. Utah. The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, The Fan. You need a haircut? Full yeah, court I mean, you got it short on the side already. Eric and AJ. You know, Eric, we're going to freaking go to brawl right now. Radio brawl. When we're done, I want you to meet me on this side of the thing. The side of the thing? I'm going to knock you out right here. All right, we got a short time here. Um, Our Friday five best. Okay, here we go. Five best fights in NBA basketball. All right, my number five, Bill Lambeer versus Larry Bird in the playoffs in 1987. Uh, it started. It started with Kevin Mc. No, it started with Robert Parrish and Dennis Rodman, and ended with Bird and Lambeer. It's kind of weird how that goes. <laughs> By the way, uh, Bird won that fight versus like six other Pistons too. Uh, number five for me is Barkley versus O'Neal. That's your number five. That's my number five. Oh man, that's low. It was a good one, dude. It was a great one. The fact that he picked him up. That Barkley was able to pick up O'Neal and throw him to the ground. Pretty impressive. Wow, that's your number five, huh? Okay. All right. Uh, number four is also with the Pistons. <laughs> Go figure. Uh, my number four is going to be Bill Lambeer versus Charles Barkley. Uh, Barkley got hit by Lambeer, uh, and he was battling with Robin. They went to fisticuffs. Uh, Barkley lost that fight, by the way, pretty badly. Uh, number four for me, Phoenix Suns versus the New York Knicks. Dan Marley, oh, yeah. Kevin Johnson, oh. uh, Doc Rivers was actually involved yeah. in that scuffle. Okay. Uh, number three for me is going to be Nuggets and Knicks in 2006. It's when Carmelo Anthony clocked uh, Collins with a fist that you could hear on TV. <laughs> uh, I've got the Bulls and the Knicks. Good one. Uh, it, it got uh, started out on the three-point line and ended up into the stands. Uh, number two. Is Barkley O'Neal. 
I've got Bill Lane Beer versus the world. I just couldn't pick one from Bill Lane Beer. He's had so many good ones. Mouse of the Palace, number one. Number one, absolutely. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Major League Baseball heads into the all-star break of another very strange season. It's gotten to the point where we almost expect the unexpected. This year, the big controversy has been pitchers using sticky substances. But if it wasn't that, we'd have something else to talk about. Juiced baseballs are outlawing bat flips. There are new rules on limiting pitching changes. There's always something. Of course, there's wonderful, talented players, young players, Fernando Tatis, Shohei Otani, Vlad Guerrero, Jr., the Mets' Jacob deGrom, an all-time pitcher. But from a national standpoint, it's always the controversial storylines that rise to the forefront. That's how baseball's been ever since the steroid era. That's good and bad. One of the things that makes baseball so fun is in the details, the little quirks of the game that we used to have all summer long to explore. Of course, you don't want cheating. But it definitely makes for interesting talking points as baseball heads in to the mid-season break. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise.